Welcome to Health Media Now with award-winning author and host, Denise Messenger, for a lifetime of health empowerment. Live by being in the pink, meaning P stands for being persistent, I stands for using your intuition, N stands for networking, and K stands for obtaining knowledge. Our guests entertain and share cutting-edge information. They share with you what may have taken years to achieve through experience in their field. Become inspired and motivated. Reach your full potential with fascinating tips and products. Receive a lifetime of benefits from authors, doctors, practitioners, healthcare providers, and learn about exciting new products. You asked for it, and we deliver. Now, here's your host, Denise Messenger. Hello, listeners. We're so glad that you're joining us today, which is April 19th, 2017. We're really excited to have Dr. Dawson Church back on our show. He was with us, I'd say, a couple years ago, and we talked about emotional freedom techniques, uh, and uh, as well as his book, The EFT Manual, which has sold over one million copies, and it was on its third edition. However, today we'll be talking about another book that he's come out with, which is called The Genie in Your Genes. And our show topic today is about how these emotional freedom techniques can change your genes. I, I imagine the expression in your genes. Doctor, Great, great. Well, welcome to our show, Dr. Church. Denise, good to be here again. Thanks for having me back. It's just going to be really an extremely informational show. And for those of my listeners who don't have any idea what emotional freedom technique is, why don't you just get right to it? <laughs> well, tapping, because it involves tapping with your fingertips on a series of acupuncture points. And just the way acupuncturists use needles with acupressure, we use our fingertips, we tap on these points, and what research shows is that this rapidly calms the body's stress response. So if you're upset, if you're angry, if you're emotionally engaged in some way, then what either acupuncture or acupressure does is send a calming signal to the part of your brain that is driven by emotion. And so fear, upset, any kind of stress is rapidly calmed by acupressure. And with EFT, we tap on those points. So that's very, very briefly what makes it different from other forms of self-help or therapy. That's a really uh, good definition of it. I think that our listeners can relate to that. Where did it get started? It got started a long, long time ago. Acupuncture mm -hmm. is at least 5,000 years old. And it was actually known about in the West as well as the East over 5,000 years ago. So there's a long tradition. People have known these points have some kind of healing value for a long time. I use an instrument in my live workshops called a galvanometer. And with this little mini galvanometer, it just fits in the palm of your hand, but it detects the degree of electrical resistance and the amount of electrical connectivity on your skin. And I'll run it over somebody's skin, and when, they, when we hit an acupuncture point, it'll beep like crazy. It'll find these points because they have very different electrical characteristics from the rest of your skin. And so nowadays we have galvanometers, but back 5,000 years ago, healers were able to sense 
these energy flows in the body and identify these kinds of, 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 of points, the meridians, the chakras, the acupuncture points. And so now we can map them scientifically, but they've been used for healing for a long, long time. And it's modern incarnation tapping or acupressure for healing got going in the 1960s with some innovative chiropractors and psychiatrists who began to realize just as as the as the popularity of, of acupuncture was increasing they had this thought gee could we use acupuncture points for addressing psychological problems and there are now over a hundred studies that show that EFT is effective for depression, for anxiety, for phobias, for PTSD, for physical pain and it works incredibly fast people to start tapping and their pain often just melts in a few minutes so now that we're using modern scientific methods to test EFT we're finding that people's pain diminishes very very rapidly as well as their psychological distress so it's a very simple self-help technique you can just do it yourself in a few minutes you'll feel the difference and if you have a serious issue then you can go see a practitioner or a therapist they'll do it with you and again the, the experimental results in all that research show that it it works really fast. I have listeners from all over the world. If uh, they're interested in finding a local practitioner, where would they go for a directory? Easy. We have over 500 certified practitioners, and these, these people have been rigorously trained. Some are therapists, some are, are life coaches, and they've all gone through a rigorous clinical training, and those are at Dawson. My name my name, Dawson. D-A-W-S-O-N, DawsonGift.com, and that's where you can download the EFT mini manual for free. Try it on yourself. You can also get access to our weight loss program, our relationship program, and also that database of practitioners. And it's wonderful to work with somebody who's really experienced. I I heard from Mm -hmm. a practitioner last week, and um, she had one client who came in, and her arm was covered with psoriasis. And this, oh. this, this, uh, this, this is another therapist, actually. She'd had psoriasis since she was uh, a young child. So her whole arm, her, her wrist to her shoulder, was covered with psoriasis. And again, oh. psoriasis is an autoimmune disease, and it, it, it produces this kind of scaly, scaly. Uh, skin mm-hmm. rash. And it can be very painful, can crack and bleed. And mm. she began to tap with her. And in just, a, just a, like she went home the next day, and got an email from her client saying, the psoriasis is down to the size, a little chunk, clump, clump the size of a quarter on my shoulder now. It just disappeared, literally overnight, when she began to reduce her stress through tapping. So what it is, is it isn't working directly on the psoriasis, it's working on the stress. And there's some element of stress in all these kinds, many kinds of diseases. In a huge study done by Kaiser Permanente called the Adverse Childhood Experiences Study, they found that people who had a history of unresolved psychological trauma from their childhood had higher rates of diabetes, heart disease, cancer, hepatitis, all kinds of diseases. So EFT works on the stress, stress, <clears throat> sorry, stress component of those, and when the stress goes down, then people's physical complaints usually heal really quickly. Mm. It's really, it's such a fascinating subject. It is, and. I love it because it's mechanical. One of the funny things about EFT is you don't have to believe it'll work. In fact, when I first tried EFT, I, I was many, many years ago, and I was, I was in the middle of selling a small hotel that I owned. And this hotel was a real headache for me. I wanted to get rid of it. 
and it had gone into escrow, and we had a buyer, and then it had fallen out of escrow. We had found another buyer a year later, and it fell out of escrow again. And I think it was the third or the fourth time it was falling out of escrow, and um, I was feeling so stressed. And a psychologist friend of mine had told me about EFT, and I thought, tapping on acupuncture points? Give me a break. There's no way that <laughs> there's no way that's going to do anything for me. So uh, I just took the the information pamphlet he gave me on EFT. I threw it in a pile and thought this is just rubbish. So uh, I, I, that was my my first experience. And then and then I I was sitting there. I remember on the steps of my office outside of my office, and I was just so stressed about this escrow falling through. And I began to tap on these points. I I found the information sheet. Began to tap on the points, and Lo and behold, my stress just melted away. And I was like, okay, I didn't believe in it then, and maybe there's something to to this. Now, of course, with over 100 studies, we know it works. But back then, there were no studies, and it was just people's felt experience. When, when, you, when you try it, you'll, you'll literally feel your, your shoulders will relax, your breathing will usually smooth out. Uh, all the, the physiological signs of stress will start to disappear, and you'll feel much more comfortable in your skin. So that's why the main focus of all, all my work is to not to convince people to, to use it. It's just to have them try it one time. Usually try it one time, and it's self-evident that this is having powerful stress reduction effect in your body. And then, of course, all kinds of other things happen. You're, 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 you feel better physically. Your immune system improves. You feel your whole physiology shifting as your, as your inflammation goes down throughout your body. So many beneficial things happen both in your body and your mind just from relieving that level of stress. To learn it, do you have to go to a trained practitioner or do you recommend that your manual alone will get somebody started? Oh, the mini manuals uh, at DawsonGift.com is super easy. It's, it's I think 50 pages long. On the at the very end, you have EFT on a page, and you can try it yourself that way. So that's the simplest way to get going. But um, I recommend people then try it themselves, feel the different changes, and then work on the issues they can work on by themselves and reduce their stress in those ways. But when people have persistent problems, like just for example, we have a wonderful weight loss pro- program, and we've worked with over a thousand people and helped them lose weight, the research shows that uh, people on our program lose roughly a pound a week on the program. But the big difference is that when they finish the program, there have been I think five uh, clinical trials now of EFT for weight loss, and they all show that in the year following uh, an EFT program, people keep on losing weight at the rate of one to two pounds a month because they have really shifted their whole way of, of functioning. And so we recommend that for difficult long-term problems like weight loss, the average woman in the U.S. tries, an, tries 18 diets over the course of her, her lifetime. She loses her entire body weight and regains it 9.1 times over her lifetime. So people have this yo-yo dieting routine where they lose weight, regain it, lose weight, regain it. And so if you're Using it for something like weight loss, we recommend you work with, with a practitioner because it will just improve your chances to have an experienced person guiding you through. So, yes, yeah, great for self-help, but if you have a real problem, if you have a serious disease, if you have a persistent issue that's sabotaging your life, like, you know, for example, uh, weight is one of them. Relationships is another one. I, I, I'm so passionate about 
teaching people to, to reduce their emotional triggering because I've, I've seen so many of my friends over the course of the last many years really just, and I'll just be blunt here, they, they've wrecked their marriages be, by, by reactivity, by projecting all of their old childhood stuff into their current marriage. And it just is so painful to see somebody who's a, really a nice person, fundamentally a good person who is, has a lot off the world, and then they, they wreck their marriage by being emotionally reactive. Now, mm-hmm. we, most of us are somewhat emotionally reactive, but you've got to learn to, 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 to tame that, that reactivity if you're going to succeed. And so what, what, what I do a lot of is train couples to, to tame that reactivity. Then when, you're, when your partner says something to you, you aren't overreacting. And Denise, that is such a key skill to learn. So yeah, you can do it yourself and you can do a lot of things with it yourself. And then it's worth getting a specialist to help you tackle those difficult problems like, you know, like, like weight or, or love relationships. I'm sure listeners are interested in the weight loss method. Does an individual actually change their behavior as a result of tapping? They're not eating as much or they change their diets? Is that how? That's a really interesting question, Denise. That, yeah, uh, how do they change? And, and, and the, the interesting thing is that we don't, in our weight loss program, advocate any diet. We don't say, eat this, don't eat that. Uh, mm. you know, we recommend you eat sensibly lots of fresh food fresh fruit and vegetables, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. you don't not, you know, not over-consume sweets and alcohol, stuff like that. But um, we don't really make any dietary suggestions because we find, we find that most people coming into our, into our diet program, they know more about nutrition. They, they know what they should be doing. They just can't mm-hmm. do it. So they know more <laughs> about nutrition than nutritionists do. And so they have all this information about what a good diet is like and how to lose weight. They just can't apply it. When that slice of chocolate cake, cake comes around, they eat it, <laughs> eat the whole thing, and eat a second helping, you know. So they, they, and they try, they try to use willpower. It doesn't work. I mean, uh, you, relate to this, you relate to this, I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah, I think we all do. <laughs> you know, you've had, you've had a bad day and you want to uh, treat yeah. yourself, right? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, and that, that, that's what we do. One of the things, I, I, wrote a, I wrote a book called EFE for Weight Loss, and you get that book free in our online program. And there is a wonderful resource called the National Weight Loss Registry, and they study what people are actually doing who succeed in losing weight and keeping it off long term. And they find that there are six behaviors that people have. So in, in my book, EFE for Weight Loss, we train people in those six behaviors plus the tapping. And that's what's, what's so, so effective. So it doesn't mean you'll never eat that, another slice of chocolate cake ever, but you might <laughs> taste the cake and savor the chocolate cake. Like there are no <laughs> forbidden foods. You can eat pizza, you can eat pasta. It's just that if you, if you're gonna, if you overindulge, that's where the problem mm-hmm. comes. So we have people, and, and again, like one woman in our weight loss class, I was working with her on the phone, and she said that her big temptation was cinnamon rolls, mm. and she couldn't pass up cinnamon rolls. That's why she was having to deal with being so overweight. And she tried many other programs, hadn't succeeded, and she said, you know, I, I, when I smell that cinnamony smell and, the, and the, the caramelized sugar and the white stuff they put on top and freshly baked cinnamon rolls. I just can't resist them. And so I had her go back in her history and her past, and it turned out that she had an aunt who really loved her and who she loved. And she'd had a rough childhood, hadn't felt much love from anyone in her family except for this one aunt. And then every Sunday she'd go to the aunt's house 
and the aunt would bake cinnamon rolls. So mm-hmm. the aunt had been dead for 30 years, but uh, here she was still overindulging in her favorite treat. And so we tapped on her craving for cinnamon rolls, and her craving went down from a 10 out of 10 to a 0 out of 10 in just one brief EFT session. Because what she'd been doing was she'd, she'd been, it had nothing to do with cinnamon rolls. She was projecting all of her love, desire for love, and the feeling of being loved that her aunt had given her into that food. And we don't overeat because it's the food. We overeat because we're projecting our need for love, for approval. We're trying to overcome boredom. There are a thousand emotions around why we eat that have nothing to do with our need for food. And so when you handle those emotions with tapping, then you're tuning into your body. We train people to really become sensitive to their body signals and knowing when your body is saying, stop, that's enough. Or your body may be saying, I need water. Often people are just, just, you know, they're eating and they're actually thirsty. So if you tap, you start to read, learn, distinguish your body's signals and then pay attention to them. And you're no longer projecting emotion into the food and then eating the cinnamon rolls because they represent love to you 40 years after, your, after you, you, know, you outgrew your aunt. So that, that's the big thing we're doing. We're not advocating a particular diet. We're just saying make sure mm-hmm. you're eating because you want the food, not because of the emotion. It's amazing how our subconsciousness runs our lives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, let's get into um, your latest research. Talk huh. to us about. I love this um, your, I know. Talk to us about the gene expression and what you have found out. Well, Denise, initially the research in EFT was all about emotions. And so we worked with people with anxiety, depression, and we did many randomized controlled trials and outcome studies over the course of uh, about 15 years on what was happening to people emotionally and reducing their stress. But then I began to think, you know, what's, what's going on with people in their internal biochemistry? So I did a landmark study. We took people, three groups of people. One of them randomly got a one-hour EFT session. One of them randomly got a one-hour psychotherapy, talk therapy session. And one of them got an hour of just rest. And that showed that the anxiety and depression of the people who got EFT declined by twice as much as the other two groups. And we measured their cortisol levels, their main stress hormone of cortisol. We found that people in the EFT group, after just one hour of tapping, had a big, big drop in cortisol. So that gave me the idea of studying the genes that code for cortisol because our body needs genes to produce the genetic code to build these complex molecules like cortisol. So I began to look at gene expression. And we've now done two studies, and these get very, very difficult, long-term, very costly studies. They cost tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars. They can take years to do. But we've begun to now build up a profile of what's happening to people's genes when they are tapping. And it is so interesting. So you, you know you have a, a drop in cortisol if the gene that codes for cortisol is being turned off. And so that's exactly what we found. We found that in these, this gene research that your inflammation genes are being down-regulated, dialed down, and your immunity genes are being up-regulated or, or dialed up. And the, the, the kinds of genes we found in the course of this research that are being affected are amazing. I'll just read you a partial list of some of the 72 genes we found were regulated by a one-hour EFT session. So again, one hour of EFT compared to one hour of a placebo. And 
we found that among the genes that were regulated were those that govern metabolic activity, that govern protecting your skin from the sun's ultraviolet radiation, that govern the production of white blood cells, that govern the way your body is able to spot cancerous cells and eliminate them, genes that govern your body's immune system, genes that govern oxidative stress, which is the main cause of aging. So this whole range of genes, 72 genes, were regulated after just one hour of EFT. So imagine if you're tapping every day, then you're shifting all of these genes each day in that beneficial way. And that's really the, the frontier of research. Um, there are only a few studies right now, but as the costs drop, as the availability increases mm -hmm. of these kinds of technologies, we're going to see a lot more research that uses uh, salary cortisol, that uses gene expression, that uses EEG. Uh, the, the newest frontier is MRI and nanoencephalograph, which is MEG research. And these are showing us, we can, we can look deep into the brain and see which brain regions are being affected by EFT. And it turns out to predict exactly what we expected, which is that the emotional brain is being shut down. So people are upset, they're ashamed, they're angry when they're thinking about bad stuff that happens in their lives. When you tap those parts of the brain, just calm down. You, you reduce your stress literally in the way your brain processes information. So it's, that's really the new frontier of EFT research. Would people accomplish the same thing with acupuncture? Have there been any comparative they studies? They would, although acupuncture is different. I get acupuncture every week myself. I love acupuncture. But I'm there in the chair for an hour with those needles in me. So uh, with yes. EFT, it's more like you're tapping for two minutes. So EFT is, is much more dynamic. Also, I have to go to the acupuncturist to get acupuncture, whereas EFT I can do by myself alone. So, um, yes, you can have some of the same benefits with acupuncture. And research into acupuncture for PTSD, for example, shows that, that acupuncture is a potent way of reducing PTSD. EFT is phenomenally effective at reducing psychological trauma, and many randomized controlled trials and outcome studies have shown that people with PTSD rapidly diminish their levels of emotional triggering and their levels of PTSD go way down. So we've done several studies of veterans that show enormous improvement in their PTSD symptoms like flashbacks and nightmares after they, they tap. And uh, we also, sh also acupuncture research shows improvements as well. Obviously, uh, people get acupuncture. So, yeah, acupuncture is great. And uh, tapping is like a portable form of emotional acupuncture. Now, when you say that uh, you would tap for two minutes, is that just in a specific area and then you tap in another area for some, for some other thing or? How's we it use work? seven. There, there, there are about 360 acupuncture points all over the body. We mm -hmm. use seven of them in EFT, and oh. it actually takes less than less than uh, two minutes. It takes about 30 seconds to do one round of EFT on the, all those seven points. So it's it's super quick, and you watch people's levels of triggering, upset, anger, whatever it might be, just just go go away very very quickly when they tap those seven points. Oh. That's phenomenal. It seems it really so simple, is. you know. It's just like, whoa! It's, it's the first time you see it, especially like I've, I've done this with with literally thousands of 
professionals, of therapists, life coaches, and people are, are so surprised that something as simple as tapping acupuncture points can have such a difference. But um, you'll see a client who's crying and who's triggered and who's overwhelmed and upset as they think about maybe a childhood event that was, was terrible or an adult trauma. And um, I remember one woman I worked, worked with at one of our live workshops, she, uh, she, had, a, she had a minor problem. And as we were, as I was working with her front, as we were tapping with her, it turned out that uh, her son was in jail and uh, her father had died recently. And she just had all this grief about her son. She was, had all this, this anguish about, it's all my fault. I'm a bad mother. It's all because what, what I didn't do for him. And then her, her dad had died. He was really close to her dad. And she also had some, some weight issues. Uh, she was drinking too much alcohol and um and she just sat there so incredibly she she after a while couldn't even tap she was just so overwhelmed by her grief yeah, defeated. Just crying yeah defeated. yeah and it was so so sad to see her and then tapped with her and it's like watching the sun come out on a cloudy day just all those layers of trauma start to fall away and the person just feels way better. So they may go through that well of grief, but you know, most of us, Denise, have, have never really processed our early childhood grief. We have you know, all kinds of disappointments when our best friend moved away or our grandparents died or a pet died or we have all this stuff from our, our past which we've never really um, had a catharsis about and tapping lets us release all that old stuck emotion from our bodies we feel way better afterwards so like this woman in my live workshop just watching her shift and I mean she had the whole the whole audience was in tears as they watched Aww. her and um just 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 dropped all that suffering and was way lighter afterwards where do you do your workshops I do them at all the major teaching institutions in uh, the U.S. and also I do them in Europe every year. So Omega Institute, I'll be there in um, August. Uh, Kripalu, I'll be there, I think, in October with Joe Dispenza. Uh, I'll be uh, an Omega, I think, is with Lisa Rankin. Uh, so I usually, I usually co-lead workshops with uh, other best-selling authors. Um, I teach at Esalen Institute on the uh, on the the mm-hmm. Uh, west coast of the U.S. I'll be at New York Open Center next uh, next week, which is the big teaching institution in downtown Manhattan. Uh, so wow. I, I I I teach people at all the big teaching institutes, and EFT is really catching on in a big way. It's just so darn effective that that just thousands of people want to learn it and use it. And a lot of a lot of practitioners now, a lot of therapists are using, it, a lot of nurses, a lot of doctors, a lot of psychiatrists. Uh, I talked to a, a, a psychiatrist at a prison in in France, and in, in the prison he works in, they've actually stopped using psych, psych, psychoactive meditation, uh, medication, uh, psychoactive drugs. They're, they're using EFT exclusively now to calm inmates down and work on their anxiety and depression. So it's really making an impact in the whole mental health field. Oh, my gosh. We're so glad to have you on. You're a busy man. <laughs> Ah, doing doing inspired work. So, what's your wonderful. vision? And also, lots of other people doing it too. Yeah. What's your vision for? You know, what's the bigger picture? What do you What do you see? What's What's the future? Well, <laughs> now that you ask, I'll tell you, and uh, <laughs> it's a big one. But um, what the analogy I use is it's. 
2017 right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, 100 years ago, a century ago, World War I, 1918, World War I was raging, and uh, a lot of people were dying, both on the battlefield, but far more people were dying from other causes. In the great influenza epidemic in 1918, the year after the, the war, more people died in the great flu epidemic of 1918 than died in World War I. So infectious diseases, typhoid, cholera, dysentery, all kinds of diseases were killing people at, an, at, a, at, a, at a really rapid rate. And um, in just a few years, that all changed. Uh, several key leaders in public health took a stand and wanted to eradicate those diseases, and they did. They, they were able to do it in just a few short years. So now we talk about polio and dysentery and cholera and typhoid, all those things, and they don't mean anything to us. But to our grandparents, they meant a lot. So mm-hmm. in the next Where we are now is a century later, we're in the same place as far as mental health goes. We literally have the cure for most cases of depression, anxiety, and PTSD. That suffering is just unnecessary. Uh, People just don't need to suffer. And so um, we are on the cusp, I believe, of literally making PTSD, anxiety, depression as unfamiliar to our grandchildren as cholera and typhoid are to us. I think that mm. 30, 40, 50 years from now, people will look back and say, Granddad, I heard about this thing called PTSD. What, what does it stand for? <laughs> Those kids won't even know what it is because they'll, they'll uh-huh. have tapping. And there are other techniques as well besides tapping that are, 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 are good, are great. And so um, I think that's where we're going. I think we're, we're, we're headed for a revolution in health. As we release our stress, I think that as the stress goes away, I think that our human potential is going to be coming to the, the foreground. Uh, many people who would, who would have just as many people people died in 1917 that and, and they, they no longer die of those diseases in say 2050 or 2060. Many people that might have had PTSD, might have had anxiety or depression, won't have it. And so all that human potential that would have been wasted would have been would have been stuck in suffering will now be liberated and it'll be a very different world so i think we're heading for a world of immense human creativity a world of of vitality and health that we can scarcely imagine now a world of longevity i think we'll live a lot longer not just because of medical technology but because we, re- we re- reduce stress in mm-hmm. one study the researchers found that optimists live an average of eight years longer than pessimists. Just your, just your mindset is having a huge effect on your longevity. If you're also eating well and getting proper medication and getting enough sleep and taking care of your body, good exercise, fresh air, um, I think we're, we're, we're heading for a longevity revolution with a huge number of people over 100 and living happy after 100 and at 100 and past 100. So mm. I, I, I am not just an optimist, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a super optimist about uh, yes, you where are. we're headed. Yeah, yeah, well, right. And the way the, the medical um, costs are accelerating these days, yeah. uh, this program would just be phenomenal. Can you imagine? Yeah, an unstressed person who is influencing their immune system, who's regulating their own genes. Literally, you, you feel yourself getting 
getting uh, sick or getting a cold, you do some tapping, you do some meditation, you check your diet, have lots of vitamin C, drink lots of water, and suddenly you just aren't sick. And so the, the, your, your rates of sickness go way down. Mm-hmm. Your recovery mm-hmm. from any illness you have is, is, is greatly improved. Um, you aren't infectious to other people. All kinds of benefits start to happen around you. Also, research shows that happy people influence others around them to be happy. So we're happier. So we're then agents of happiness, bringing happiness to everyone around us rather than, than dragging them into our misery. And mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. the world, I think, is, is about to in, have a, a quantum leap, not just in health, but in happiness as stress reduction goes down. And I'm just thrilled to be a part of that, that change. One of, one of millions of people who's helping create that change. I'm just doing what I can in my little sphere of influence. But I mean, there, there are millions of people doing this and um, it's going to produce a whole different w- world in the next few decades. Well, the fact that, uh, you know, tapping can, can um, turn off genes, um, particularly your bad, the bad ones. Um, yeah. Hopefully, you know, it's, now that's an interesting topic. How is it that it can turn off the bad ones and not the good ones at the same time? <laughs> well, that, that, that is a really good question. And um, there are, and again, good and bad in genomics is, is a relative term. And so there are genes that are more highly expressed, which are upregulated, and genes that are downregulated as well. And so you want the genes that are associated, for example, with inflammation. If our body has a lot of inflammation in it, you want those genes turned down. You want, you want to have appropriate inflammation. Inflammation is what your body does if you cut your finger with a, with a, a bread knife. Right. Uh, sure. Your body gets inflammation there. That's totally appropriate. Uh, do you want inflammation throughout your body all the time? Definitely not. It ages mm-hmm. you. So you want those inflammation genes. So those genes are just fine when they're happening because you cut your finger with a, with a bread knife. If they're turned on, upregulated up all the time, then there are autoimmune diseases that are caused mm-hmm. by that upregulation of those inflammation genes. So you want them on enough to where if you cut your finger with a bread knife, they spring into action and take care of the wound. You don't want them turned up so much you're getting psoriasis or fibromyalgia or lupus or another autoimmune disease. So, uh, so those, that's what happens with gene regulation. You want to have those, those genes turned, dialed down, the inflammation genes, but then you want your genes that code for longevity turned up. You want your genes that, co- that code for immunity turned up. So it's a complex mixture. So you, look, you have to look at both gene upregulation and gene downregulation. So it's just a question of stimulating. You're, yes. When you're, when yeah. you're tapping, and the two things happen at the same time usually. So you're mm-hmm. both stimulating uh, good genes and um, down, downregulating the bad genes at the same time. Mm-hmm. Just like with, with acupuncture, basically, when um, they're hitting those meridians. Yeah. Um, those are points that we know are beneficial to. Yes. Um, to good outcomes. Yes. And I guess we, we just that. don't have any, I guess we just don't have any other points <laughs> that are bad. <laughs> well, it's interesting that sham points, I've just been working on a paper showing that sham points, when, when, when they have acupuncturists do acupuncture on sham points, they are not as effective at, at, at reducing stress as real points. So those points, they're, they're tiny, they, they're invisible, and yet they have a big effect on us. What is a sham point? 
A sham point is, for example, if an acupuncturist puts a needle in an, an inch away from a real point, and um, the, the question has been, is it just the needles or is it the actual points? And the research now shows that it's, it is the actual points. You can't just put a needle in anywhere. You have to put a needle in, in, in those points. And this little cool thing I talked about in my workshops, when I use a skin galvanometer, it, it goes like beep, 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 beep. So I run it over. It looks like, a, like a, an oversized, overgrown ballpoint pen. And I run it over people's skin. And then suddenly, when it hits an acupuncture point, it'll go beep, 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 very loud tone and shrill tone. As people can tell, they can just tell looking at this thing that, hey, there's a point there. And so we can measure those points. We know that the real points are more effective than the sham points nearby. I think the human body is just a phenomenal instrument. The the complexity is just beyond belief. And just to do what I, I'm, I'm just walking across the room right now as I'm talking. And just to walk across the room, I'm literally engaging billions and billions of cells. I'm engaging neurons, engaging processes in my brain, and a lot of those conditioned responses. So I'm not even thinking about how difficult it is to walk across the room. And so um, our bodies are doing so many things. Each cell is going through about 100,000 processes every second. And our body is doing all of this below the level of our conscious minds. And it is wonderful to start to be a collaborator in the process. When you're stressed, you place a big burden on your body. You drive your cortisol up. You drive up your level of neurotransmitters that aren't helpful. And so when you're able to reduce your stress, then that's called, the the jargon is in, in medicine is allostatic load. That load, that stress load on your body goes way down, and then you're much more likely to be healthy. Acupuncturists talk about sometimes you know, putting the, the needle in that one place that'll just shift the whole energy field. And you can feel it during a treatment sometimes. The acupuncturist puts in one needle, you have a big flow of energy through your body, and things start to shift. And so mm-hmm. if you begin to collaborate with your body, if you're respectful of your body, listen to your body, care for your body, um, if you if you if you help it, its energy flow effectively, so it's flowing smoothly and well every day, big shifts start to happen, and then you can change your whole set point. Like I'm looking now at the set points of neurotransmitters, like serotonin, our main happiness set, uh, neurotransmitter. Can we boost our serotonin? Can we literally change our set point to have more serotonin on a normal basis? And so. Now, the new, again, we're going to be going to places in research over the course of the next 10, 20 years that are far beyond where we are now. And it's so exciting to look into the body and see it's not just thoughts. It's not just beliefs. It's hormones, it's neurotransmitters, it's genes. And we're changing them with those beliefs. We're changing them when our stress goes down. We're literally able to map changes in your genome that are happening as you change your thoughts. Well, it's like DNA is controlled by signals from outside the cell. Yeah. So um, if you include the energetic messages that emanate from our positive negative thoughts, it's, it's amazing. It's just amazing what, what happens. Have you um, read the book, the biology of belief by Bruce Lipton? I helped Bruce Lipton as a friend of mine. I helped him, helped him get the book published. Yeah. Many years ago, 2004, I did that. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it's just uh, you read that book and it's just eye, an eye opener and then with um, 
with your knowledge on top of that, I think that people can get a really clear picture of how the human body operates and specifically the brain, <laughs> the control yes, center. And, it, it, and so, yeah, my book, The Genie in Your Genes, I, I, I pick up where Bruce Lipton left off with the biology of the by talking, you know, he says our energy affects the body. In The Genie in Your Genes, I show how energy affects the body and how it affects the genes. And then in the EFT manual, it's a manual on how to do EFT to get the most out of these new healing methods. And so what I recommend people do is that I, I really advocate people having a baseline of health they practice in their day every single day. Like I really love meditation. And I recommend people wake up in the morning and meditate right away for a few minutes and then before they go to sleep, meditate again. So you're then setting up this baseline of feeling really good in your body every single day. Then when things happen during the day, when you're stuck in traffic, when you have an argument with your spouse, when you get an email at work that upsets you, then you proactively reduce your stress by tapping. So you then have this method that when you get pulled off your sense of inner peace during the day, you can quickly restore that sense of equilibrium by using a method like EFT. So you then get the best of both worlds. You set yourself up for a good day with meditation, and you then restore your sense of inner well-being with tapping. And I think that just practicing these things every day is really helpful. Now, of course, that doesn't mean you can eat a terrible diet and abuse your body in some way, Mm -mm. but um, stress has a huge epigenetic effect on your body. And if you support your body, love your body, with this kind of stress reduction method, then all kinds of positive things happen. I know that we're, we're looking, for example, at case histories now of people on our website. We, get, we have about 5,000 case histories of people who've used it for all kinds of diseases, mental health problems, and some of those stories are just amazing. Uh, one woman who had, uh, who had stage 4 cancer, metastasized cancer, all over her body, and um, she got a diagnosis in February of a certain year, and she said to herself, do I get conventional treatment or do I not? And she worked in hospital. She knew what chemotherapy and radiation looked like close mm-hmm. up. She said, mm-hmm. I don't want to do that to my body. I'm just going to go home and die in peace. So she went home, and she wanted to just have as good uh, last six months as possible. So she began to eat well. She tapped every day. She went and and. Uh, talked to all the people that had injured her or she'd injured her in the past, cleaned up all those old relationships, did a ton of tapping. And when she went back to her doctor six months later, she'd been a six-month prognosis that she'd be had about six months to live, went back in six months. The doctor said, all the cancer tumors that were all over your body, They've all disappeared. There's only scar tissue there now. No trace of cancer. <laughs> so there are these amazing stories. Now, that doesn't mean that every oh. person who taps you know, right. gets over cancer. For some people, right. that, that doesn't happen. But for some yeah. people, it does. And so I'm just really intrigued by these people who have serious diseases and yet are mm-hmm. able to, to heal with EFT. Yeah. Well, you know, it, t- it takes a great will to, to live and yes. um, to diminish the fear that is sometimes, um, you know, that you, you end up with as a result of, you know, a diagnosis, whatever it might be, that's um, life-threatening. Yes. And, um, you know, there have been a lot of studies that the people that, again, like you were saying earlier, that are optimistic 
versus yes. the ones who are negative, you'll find statistically that they survive. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'll Which tell you one really right cool back study. To, to, to the mind and the brain and the chemistry. There was one study published in the British Medical Journal in 2012, and it looked at 68,000 adults, and it found – now, this is a shocking study because we, we, they, the researchers knew they would find that people with, with significant levels of anxiety, high anxiety, lots of depression, they knew those people were going to have a higher risk of dying in the five years of the study, and they, 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 they expected to find that. What really was the shocker in that study, though, was they found that people with mild anxiety had a 15% higher chance risk of death over the five years of the study than people with no anxiety. And we'd always thought that mild anxiety was pretty harmless. I mean, it's just mild anxiety. You're just a little mm -hmm. bit anxious, a little bit nervous about the way your life is turning mm -hmm. out or your basic physiology every day. You feel a little bit tense. Well, the, the shocker was that a little bit tense translated into 15% higher mortality rate over the course of the study. So even small amounts of stress, it turns out, are having that epigenetic effect and are influencing you. And uh, so, sure, the big stuff you want to deal with, make sure you take care of your childhood, make sure you tap on all the traumas of your past, but also it's worth tapping on the small stuff. Don't, don't be content with just taking care of the big stuff. Make sure you 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 set yourself up each day for feeling really good. And what we're finding now is happening is that the level of serotonin and dopamine in your brain is changing. So you have the levels of these hormones in your brain, and you want to have optimal levels so you feel energetic, but you feel calm and relaxed. And so we're now learning to help people have new set points, because once you have a set point, then that's your default setting for that hormone, that neurotransmitter. And it's not just your neurotransmitters that have, have, have set points. Your emotions have set points. Your weight has a set point, and you can change your weight set point. Uh, people who lose weight successfully change the set point, so when they gain a little bit, they lose it pretty much automatically. Um, your sense of being loved and being able to love, that's a set point. If, we, if you give people, say, say you give, give a person who has low self-esteem a bunch of compliments, they feel very uneasy with those compliments because their set point for the amount of love they feel they deserve is low. So changing that set point where you deserve huge amounts of love in your life. When we do our, our live workshops, I have a whole set of 60 questions I ask people, and we have them look in depth at five life areas of their lives and see what their set points are in each of the five areas. And they're just the obvious ones, their health, their health and weight, their money, their love relationships, their spirituality, and their career. And so we, we quiz people on those five areas. We identify what their set points are. And for some people, they have no problem with one area, but real problems with with, with another one. So most of us being human will excel, for example, at career, but will really struggle when it comes to love relationships or will do great with spirituality, but poorly with health. And so we, we train people to figure out what their strong and weak areas are and then learn those skills will help them compensate and overcome the deficits in the areas where they're weak and also strengthen the areas where they are already strong. So it's, it's really worth changing your set points, taking a good hard look at your life, assessing your set points, knowing what they are, and then saying, you know, 
that negative belief I have about the world, that I can't achieve this, that people in my family have never been able to, to do this, that I'm too young, too old, too fat, too mm-hmm. thin, don't have enough money. People have all these stories in their heads about why they can't fulfill their human potential. And Denise, most of those are just stories. They're just, they're just ideas. They're just um, myths that they mm-hmm. have acquired mm-hmm. along their life journey. Along the way. And those limiting myths are not true. We've seen people over and over and over again break out of those boxes when it comes to their health. Like, like one, one, one thing I, I like challenging is, is love. I say to people, say, say, the, say this sentence out loud. I deserve huge amounts of love in my life. And I tell them to say that out loud in a, in a workshop. And people say, I deserve huge amounts of love in my life. And I say, I want to hear that louder. Say, I deserve huge amounts of love in my life. Everyone starts laughing. People can't say it. It's so confrontive. It's like, do you believe you deserve huge amounts of love? I can tell you when you were a baby, you were born, and you knew you had, you had no doubt you deserved huge amounts of love. You just flopped into the world, flopped into the arms of the people around you, and soaked up the love. You had absolutely no doubt in your mind that you deserved huge amounts of love in your life when you were born. So what on earth convinced you otherwise between then and now? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love it. I just love it. <laughs> yeah. There's a limiting, limiting belief we can, we can get rid of. Oh, my gosh. You know, I, I really hope to meet you in person sometime. I'll um, I'll have to keep track of your itinerary and see when when you're in you know the California area. Oh, please do, yeah. I'm, I, I teach all over the world, so yeah. Yeah, it would just be great. And I love meeting people as well. I just thrive on meeting people because I, I train people. I don't really, I don't ever practice. I don't work with people one on one. I only work training large numbers of people. So when I get a chance to actually meet people and interact with them one on one, it's actually kind of a rare thing for me, and I love doing it. So I go to conferences. I'm a keynote speaker. I speak at a lot of a lot of medical psychology conferences. And it's just so wonderful to meet people and hear their stories. They're healing stories. They're just, just two weeks ago, uh, one of my friends who's a best-selling author sent texted me. And she'd been bitten by a pit bull. And it was one of those really horrible accidents where she oh, was uh, just out of the blue. This, this pit bull just attacked her. The dog was just sitting there with its, with its owner, placid. Oh. Next thing, it, had, it had sunk its teeth into her thighs, and it, it had torn a piece of oh. flesh out of, her, out of her leg about the oh, size of my, my hand. Oh, huge, gaping no. wound. And oh. She was going to need reconstructive surgery. Uh, they were going to have to keep the wound open for about four to six weeks before they could do reconstructive surgery. All the stuff. And so uh, my wife and I, uh, we know her well, and um, we, we told her, look, we're going we're gonna to do some EFT with you long distance. So I'll just do it with my wife. She'll be a surrogate for you, and we'll do some tapping. And so I, um, my, I, I said to my wife, we're going to tap with her, do EFT with my wife for a friend who was a long way away. And I said to my wife as we tapped, I said, Finish this sentence for me. The sentence is, I am, and I said the the woman's name, I am her name, and what is true for healing for me is, and my wife said, what is true for healing for me is that I heal so quickly, my doctors call it a miracle. So we, we did this tapping. We did it every day for about five minutes for about a week. 
And uh, our friend also had other people who were doing energy work with her. And sure enough, she went to see, see the doctor a few days later, and the doctor said, I can't believe it. It's a miracle. This is heating so fast. You won't need a skin graft, won't need reconstructive surgery. It's just heating right up. So I just love these stories of, of real people. We, we apply this in real-life situations, and we see these kinds of healings, psychological healings, uh, emotional healings, physical healings that look like miracles, mm-hmm. but after a while, you expect them. They just, they, just, they just happen all the time all around you, and you start to realize life is a miracle. We have miracles of healing available to us if we just believe, if we have faith, if we let go of our limiting beliefs, we let go of our, of our naysaying, mm-hmm. our negative self-talk, our cynicism, and just believe the best, believe the highest, believe in your good, and it is an amazing way of finding you. Well. Dr. Dawson Church, I thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a, just been a phenomenal interview. Just loved every minute of it. My listeners, I'm sure, have as well. Thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule and imparting such, I, I consider it really critical um, knowledge for everyone. Mm, bless you, Denise. It was wonderful to to share with you and with everyone listening, too. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh before you leave, please let our listeners know your website and where they can purchase your book, The Genie in Your Genes. Sure. Well, the best website is DawsonGift.com because there you'll get uh, information about our weight loss program. You'll get the free, <clears throat> the free EFT mini manual. You'll get instructions for meditation and all kinds of goodies at DawsonGift.com. So that's one site. DawsonGift.com has both discounts on the books, on the programs, and a whole bunch of free material as well. And through that one place, DawsonGift.com, you can also find um, practitioners. You can find over 5,000 stories on our website and a whole bunch of other resources. And so it's just my name, Dawson, D-A-W-S-O-N, DawsonGift, G-I-F-T.com, and that's the, the best place to go. Thank you. Be well. Take care. You too. Thanks again. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, listeners, that concludes our show for today. And what a show it was. Uh, Please join us again next Wednesday for another informative show. We never disappoint. Until then, be well. Bye-bye for now. We celebrate our listeners worldwide and invite you to contact Denise at www.healthmedianow.com with any questions you may have and follow her on Twitter at Health Media Now and Facebook at Health Media Now. For those interested in an advertising campaign on her show, contact Lisa at knowledgeworkspub.com. Be sure to visit Got Cancer? Now What? for information on Denise Messenger's award-winning book, Got Cancer? Now What? The entire contents of this radio show are based upon the opinions of Denise and her guest. The information is not intended to replace a one-on-one relationship with a qualified healthcare professional, and it's not intended as medical advice. We're simply sharing knowledge and information. We encourage you to make your own health care decisions based upon your research and in partnership with a qualified health care professional of your choice. 
These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This information is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.